Hello and welcome. You're listening to the I Should Have Known podcast. I'm Tanner. I'm Andrea. And I'm Soops. And we'll be discussing an interesting topic today. But be careful, one of the facts we tell you is total BS. Join the other two in guessing the false fact. By the end, you'll be saying, I should have known. Welcome to another episode of the I Should Have Known podcast. This is me, Soups, here with Andy and Tanner. Tanner is going to be talking about an item today that Marilyn Monroe famously claimed as a girl's best friend. That's right. We're going to be talking about diamonds. This is actually a really good topic for right now. I don't know if you guys know this, but if you're listening as we're recording, December is engagement season. In the US, it's the most common month for engagements. So... This is actually pretty timely that you picked this topic. So It's also wedding season in India. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Wow. Very cool. Is there a diamond-related tradition in India? Um, I think it's mostly gold. Oh, okay. Actually, did you know diamonds were discovered in India? Oh, I did not know that. Before 1870, diamonds were really only found in India and the jungles of Brazil. Because it's really easy to like find diamonds in India because they're in like water. So you don't have to mine deep into the earth oh, to find okay. them. It's just rivers of diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we have to lay some groundwork first. Like very, very basic first step. What is a diamond? It's just a bunch of carbon pushed together real hard. Right. Yeah, that's basically all it is. Diamond, the name, comes from Greek adamas, which means untamable or unbreakable. Mm-hmm. It's the same root that we get English words adamant and adamantium. Which is funny because I was just going to say that's a different metal. <laughs> that's a different thing. Yeah. But why is it so unbreakable? They're like pure carbon in its most compressed form. It's a bunch of carbon atoms in a crystal. And this formation, this structure, makes it the hardest known substance. It has so many carbon atoms close together. It actually has the highest number of atoms per volume. Of any substance we know of? Yeah. Okay. that's Yeah, I was going to say, what's the scale, the scratchy scale? Mo's scale. scale. Yeah, I, I didn't know that that it's like the highest on, on that. So they're super, super hard. But if the carbon atoms are in a different shape, if they're organized into a hexagon, then the same atoms would be graphite, not diamond. Mm-hmm. So these are two forms of carbon that can both exist at room temperature and room pressure, which is kind of weird. Graphite is in pencil lead. So you know that it's like super soft. It can get on your fingers. It's slippery. And diamonds are important for industrial purposes because they're so hard and you can only scratch a diamond with another diamond. Yeah. Now let's get into probably why most people know diamonds because they're so expensive and fancy and they're jewels. So you mentioned engagement season. If anyone out there has bought a diamond before, they have definitely been told the four C's of diamonds. This is how to rank good diamonds and bad diamonds. You guys have any idea what these are? Carrot, cut. Color and clarity. Wow, you Nailed it. Oh, yeah. Nice. That's a teamwork. teamwork. Pro diamond shoppers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, do you know what those mean? That's the real question. But they seem pretty self-explanatory. Except maybe carrot. Carrot's like the weight? Carrot is weight, yeah. Is it weight or mass? It's mass, but 
They call it carrot weight as the full term. One carrot is 200 milligrams. Oh, okay. So they, that's just how you convert it. Color is really important with diamonds. And you would think that if it was just 100% carbon, they would all be the same color. Right. At least I would think that. But they're not 100% carbon? They're mostly carbon. Yeah. But naturally, a lot of diamonds can get defects in them. And if there's a nitrogen atom in there, then it will turn it yellowish or brownish. And if there's a boron atom, it'll turn bluish. Mm -hmm. And then if you hit it with radiation, it turns green. Oh, what? Which is super cool. That's wild. I didn't know that. Yeah. And then you can also naturally get pink and red from other deformities. But all these special colors, other than clear and yellow and brown, the other ones are called fancy colored diamonds. Yeah, I was going to say, aren't they more expensive, the, like, the pink ones? Yeah. Red and pink are like the rarest. Most diamonds are yellowish. But let's get into the facts. Fact number one. Diamonds are not made from coal. That's like a saying, though. Right. Diamonds and coal? Yeah. What is coal? Bunch of carbon. Bunch of carbon. So are diamonds. Can't it be classified as fossils? Fossils are the inorganic remains of organisms. Right. Or a cast of them in rock. So with coal, it's usually plants, and their carbon materials have been compressed over pressure and time into coal. Okay. Then earliest coal can exist is the earliest plants existed on Earth. Okay. The earliest plants uh, were around 450 million years ago. Okay. Diamonds existed long before that. Diamonds come from a couple different sources. They're formed deep in the mantle, then they're brought up through volcanoes or tectonic plates shifting. Or when asteroids hit the Earth, that temperature and pressure can form diamonds or on meteorites out in space. So those are the ways that diamonds naturally form. But then we can, of course, make fake diamonds. Mm -hmm. Fact number two. A company will produce diamonds from cremated human ashes for surviving relatives. That's a good way to honor the memory. How big is this? Depends on the size of that person. <laughs> yeah, if you make me into a diamond, you better make me like a nice ass diamond. And then you gift it to the next person you marry or get engaged with. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. I'm going to put that in my will that you have to make me into a diamond. And then you can't get married again unless you... <laughs> no, that's that's psychotic. Um... <laughs> Please tell us more about this fact. If you're asking about the size, so you can get diamonds anywhere from 0.1 carats up to one carat. Yeah, I want to be a one carat diamond. But they'll make multiples if you want as well. Oh, make me a necklace. Like, no, don't make one for me. Make me into a necklace. (laughs) (laughs) So you can pick whatever color you want. All you need to do is collect 200 grams or eight ounces of ashes. Okay. And they'll turn it into a bunch of diamonds. It'll take six to nine months, but they'll do it. What color are humans naturally? They're probably yellowish, I would guess. So this costs from between $2,000 and $20,000. Okay. That's not that bad. $20,000? No, it starts at $2,000. Yeah, for one of the little dinky diamonds. 0.1 carat. I guess that is cheaper than a funeral. A casket costs like six grand. Then you just rent out a room and have everyone come and look at your ring, right? Yeah. But if the ashes part freaks you out, they can do the same thing with locks of hair. Okay. Or pets, if you're into that. So their tagline is, carbon is carbon. (laughs) Oh my god. Okay. Um, That's distressing. 
Fact number three, please. Okay, fact number three. The world's largest diamond is the Hope Diamond. I have seen the Hope Diamond many, 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 many times because it is at the Smithsonian Natural History Museum in Washington, D.C. And these museums are totally free to visit for everyone. And I went to college in D.C. And so on like weekends or when I was just downtown, I would just go there and go look at the Hope Diamond. Most people probably have heard of it. It is sometimes called the most famous diamond in the world. And it's been at the National Museum of Natural History since 1958. And it is about the size and shape of a walnut. Yeah, it's big. And it's also known as the king's jewel in French. And it's noticeably a rare blue color, which is kind of interesting. And then they put a bunch of white ones around it, so it looks even bigger. So it has boron in it, like I mentioned earlier, and that's what gives it its blue. But under UV light, it actually looks red. Yeah. No one's ever tried to steal it? It changed hands many times. It originated in the Kohler mine in India, in the Golconda Sultanate. After it originated, it was purchased in 1666 what? by a French gem merchant and then sold to King Louis the Fourteenth two years later. Wow. And then it was stolen in 1791 and it was held in London for a while. And then it was bought by an American in 1949 and he eventually gave it to the museum. But along the way, many people have said that it's cursed. Ooh. Because people tell all these stories of all the owners came to scary ends or they died mysteriously, but they couldn't find any actual evidence of any owners coming to any ill fates. Right. And it's estimated to be valued around $200 million. Wow. And you can go see it for free if you get yourself to Washington, D.C. The display is kind of ridiculous. It has its own room and it's in this like glass pillar. And it'll spin like 90 degrees and then stop for a few seconds and spin so then people can take pictures of it. And when it spins, you can see that the glass is like clearly like bulletproof and has all kinds of like lasers and stuff going through it. Like it's a pretty uh, intense thing in it. So from the world's biggest diamond, let's move on to the galaxy's biggest diamond. Fact number four, astronomers discovered a star made of diamond and nicknamed it Lucy, after the Beatles' song, Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. It's a white dwarf star. And Andy, you know astronomy better than me. Can you explain what a white dwarf star is? It's a star that has, like, collapsed in on itself. It generates a whole... All the pressure whenever it makes it just shoot out a whole bunch of light. But it is not doing nuclear fusion anymore, so it'll eventually go dark. But they're like the brightest stars. They're called dwarf because all of the mass of that star has collapsed. But it didn't collapse enough to create a black hole. It's kind of the idea. So it's like a leftover collapsed star. Exactly. It used up its other atomic fuel. And all that was left was basically carbon and oxygen. And over billions of years, it crystallized into a diamond. In 2004, they estimated that it was about 90% carbon. And based on this, and because it's crystallized, they consider it a diamond. In the constellation Centaurus, yeah, it's the galaxy's largest diamond. Those are some really cool uh, facts. Taylor, why don't you refresh our memories with the four facts about these diamonds? 
Fact number one, diamonds are not made from coal. Fact number two, a company will produce diamonds from cremated human ashes. Fact number three, the world's largest diamond is the Hope Diamond. And fact number four, astronomers discovered a star made of diamond and nicknamed it Lucy after the Beatles song Lucy in the Sky with Diamond. Amazing. It's our chance now to shine bright like a diamond. <laughs> there it is. So I feel like the Hope Diamond one is in there just to mess with me because I did actually go and see this diamond fairly regularly. I guess I didn't do a very good job of reading the placard of its history. Maybe it's the largest blue one? Something like that? I think I'm going to go with the Hope Diamond and hope that I remember the information that I learned there better than I think I did. This time I'm also going to choose number three because I have a feeling it's Kohinoor is the world's biggest diamond, not uh, Hope. Okay, so all our eggs are in one basket. If it's not three, then out of luck. Yeah. So before I reveal the lie, I want to let you know that I did consult a diamond expert on this. He's a certified gemologist and appraiser through the International School of Gemology. And he's also he's my also dad. He's also your dad. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So you should not believe this old saying, diamonds are from coal. Fact number one was true. And if you really have enough money saved, then yeah, you could turn yourself into a diamond after you die. Fact number two is also true. Lucy in the sky with diamonds is also true. Fact number four is true. The lie is fact number three. Congratulations. Good job. You knew it. So would you like to know the actual world's biggest diamond? Sure. So I didn't tell you the size of the Hope Diamond. It's 45 and a half carats, which is about nine grams. And the world's largest rough diamond is 3,106 carats or over 620 grams. That's huge was called the Cullinan Diamond, uh, named after the owner of the mine where it was discovered in South Africa in 1905. And then another huge diamond is Kohinoor, which is what Suits is talking about. This is one of the largest cut diamonds in the world. It is 105 carats. Wow. And both of you got it right. Yeah. Well done. Well done. That's so good. You guys are really knowledgeable about diamonds. Thanks for listening to the I Should Have Known podcast. Check us out on social media to get bonus content and suggest topics for future episodes. And of course, be sure to subscribe. Maybe even send the episode to your friends and find out who among you is really the smartest.